everybody, welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, September 16th, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Mega Ray! Back and better than ever. How you doing, Mega? I'm great. Good to be here. Good morning. Uh, Good morning to you. I'm so happy you made it. I have much to talk to you about. I love these glasses, number one. Thank you. Thank you so much. They were hard to find, but thanks. Yeah, where'd you have to get them? Uh, There's a shop called Trill in Phoenix. Uh They're like a special retail partner of Kazal. So they were able to get these like... And I I just happened to be looking for something else. And the shipment came in. Oh, wow. And I'm like, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. So they looked out for me. Thanks, Trill. (laughs) (laughs) It was worth it. Uh, Speaking of looking out for each other, a round of applause for one Kevin Coelho. Yes. Big Kev Dog Coelho came in today, went into the studio, and found the main computer dead. Just dead on arrival when he turned it on. Blue screen. Called Dell. The hard drive's dead is what I understand. He's got to fix that now, but was able to yank Cool Greg's computer out of the wall, get it back in here, and get it operational in time for us to be just a little bit late. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. No problem, guys. He <laughs> sounds like it was a big problem, Kev. <laughs> Are you out of the woods yet, you think? Uh, I'm trying to figure out standby stuff. For, I, I think we're good. I think okay. we're good. But I just like standby transitional stuff that isn't saved okay. anywhere I'm trying to figure out. All right. Well, everybody send your love to Kevin Coelho. Uh, Mega, you're coming through because you're on tour. Is that right? I am. We are playing San Francisco tonight, bottom of the hill, with my good friends 88-Bit and Sky Blue. Woo! Um, the Blue Bomber <laughs> tour we've been on for the past week took us from Arizona all the way up to the Bay Area. Yeah. And it's been super fun. Um, 88 Bits, an amazing, classically trained video game pianist. So he plays awesome tunes while I do a little bit of rapping. That's awesome. Over him. Sky Blue. I've been endorsing for years. Just an amazing uh, jazz hop, nerdcore artist that just oozes positivity and just brightens up the room and the stage. So it's been an honor to play with these guys. That's awesome. And after that, the tour is over, but you're going to Japan. I'm going to Japan. I'm going to be doing three more shows out there, going to Kyoto, Osaka, and Tokyo for a couple of chiptune festivals and events with some good friends of mine. So... Touring never really stops for me. No, no, that's the thing. It always <laughs> seems like you're you're like on the next onto the next thing. There's always something happening. Always something else. You have to be. It's like chess, I guess. You got to be thinking twenty moves ahead in this business. You know, the moment you drop something, people are like, "Okay, so when's the next thing?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so they you listen be, to it over for one weekend. They're like, "Great, when's the next thing?" I mean, the next thing now. You know, yeah. so you have to constantly be thinking about what's next. How or, stressful or is you're that? Like, or you're dead on the internet. Like, yeah. I think about that. If I don't tweet for 24 hours, people oh, will be like, yeah, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Unfollow. Move on. Moving on. <laughs> what have you been playing while you're on tour? Oh, man. Um, thank goodness for the Switch, man. I've been able God to bless. play uh, Final Fantasy VIII Remaster, and I've been playing River City Girls, which I love a lot. And I just finally downloaded Floor Kids, which oh, yeah. a couple people have been talking to me about for a while now. So I just got those, so that's what I'm playing when we're not driving six hours through treacherous mountains. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you need to keep your eyes on the road at that point. Yeah. yeah. River City Girls good? Yes, yeah, so yeah. good. Reminds me of Scott Pilgrim. Oh, really? You know, okay. Which was such a classic game, and I was always a big fan of the River City games anyway. Uh, so much so, I did an album about them way back. I did some tracks um, using some of the music. So uh, I was definitely concerned about where the music would go. Yeah. You know what I mean? How the old one was like that uh, 50s, 60s sock hop kind of feel. Uh, But this music's great. Graphics are great. The moves are awesome. Characters, animation, big, bright, colorful. 
Highly recommend it. Awesome, right? Wait for it. They don't. They don't wait, mess around. Wait for it. Definitely knows what they're doing. They right? know what they're doing. Just like you. Where can people keep up with your music? Oh well, you go to megaran.com for all the music stuff. You go to megaranmerch.com for the merch stuff, and you go to at megaran on Twitter for up to the minute updates and dad jokes. Perfect. We'll get more of those dad jokes here because we're going to be talking about Ash finally become a Pokemon master. Uh, it's Final Fantasy VII Remake getting a classic mode and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games with your questions, concerns, comments, and everything under the video game sun. Then tune in to watch us record the show live. Rain or shine, thanks to Kevin Coelho on Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. If you're watching live, you have a special job go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames roosterteeth.com and listening on podcast services around the globe housekeeping for you today I'd like to thank our Patreon producers, patreon.com slash re-retro-games, Blackjack, Mohammed Mohammed, and tell you that we're brought to you by the Kind of Funny Intersight Championship PAX West 2019 video that's on youtube.com slash Games right now, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news! Four items on the Roper Report. Oh, and I'll warn you, Kev, I know you think four. That doesn't sound like a good Monday pick of potatoes. But I'll tell you what, some of these potatoes are hearty. All right? Hearty <laughs> potatoes. Number one, Ash won a Pokemon League. This is Brian Ashcraft at Kotaku. Perennial loser Ash Ketchum is now a winner. In the most recent episode of the Pokemon Sun Moon anime, Ash broke his losing streak with a championship trophy. For decades, Ash has lost in pivotal league championship matches. In 2016, he lost in a heartbreaker during the Kalos League. Uh, Kalos? Kalos? Thanks, Barrett. Uh, league finals in the Pokemon <laughs> XYZ anime. But now, he is Aloha's? Alola. Alola, current reigning champion. You kids with your words. Uh, then they had a, uh, Brian had a whole bunch of things on Kotaku of reactions. One I thought that was uh, meaningful here was from uh, at Ralphington. Uh, just to be clear and not have anyone confused, Ash won a Pokemon League, not the Pokemon League. There's no such thing as the Pokemon League since, since each region has their own league. Orange Island and Battle Frontier don't count. Orange is not a region, and BF was a challenge. Come on, Ralphington. Hey, man. Let them have this. Somebody's got to call it down the line in this poker <laughs> world, all right? I need to know what I'm celebrating because God knows I'm confused. Uh, and then on top of that, another Kotaku article I saw that I wanted to loop in. Uh, James Whitbrook had the story of the original English dub of, uh, voice actor of Ash congratulating Ash. Uh, Veronica Taylor put up a video where she did the Ash vo- original hey, Ash Veronica. voice talking. Do you know her? Yeah. Oh, neat. Good friend. Uh, uh, oh, really? You call her up right now? I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> prove it. Uh, prove uh, it. Where Ash was congratulating Ash, uh, James Akataku uh, transcribed it and reads like this. Hey, Ash, it's your younger but still the same age self, Ash Ketchum. Congratulations on winning the Pokemon League. I want to say I always knew you could do it, but really, I didn't. I only knew that to achieve your goals, you had to train hard. And that is true. But along the way, I found out the importance of constantly learning and challenging yourself and being open to new experiences. That, by helping others, you help yourself, and mostly, it's not winning that counts, but how you play the game. But man, it sure feels good to win. Congratulations, and keep up the good work. I gotta go. Mom's making dinner with Mr. Mime. Catch ya later. No, Mega, how does this make you feel? 
I never thought I'd see this day. <laughs> um, I think when you when you get so accustomed to losing. In 88 bits from Cleveland, so he he should understand this. But I think that so is Barrett apparently. Um, hey Barrett, um, yeah. When you're so accustomed to it, I think you just assume that that's just the way it's going to go. Yeah, you know. So I mean, this leads to more questions, but I guess we'll get to those later. But like, what does this mean in terms of canon? Like, where do we go from here? Does yeah. the new Pokemon game reflect this win? Uh, how does this go? Will it be challenged later? Like, I'm really curious where this goes. Barrett, you're a Pokemaniac. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, uh, I'm a not as hardcore as one Sir Tim Gettys, who's leaning around the corner. Like, yeah, look like, at him. He looks like he's like leaning in, listening to his little sister talk about a date. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I really loved the uh, the Pokemon anime uh, when I was uh, a young buck, and uh, I play the games like every every couple generations and whatnot. Sure. So like, I haven't watched the Pokemon anime probably since. Third gen, which would be which region, Tim? Do you know? Hoenn? Yeah, so I probably haven't watched since then, Mm. but it's still great to hear these stories that are coming out of like the the current run. Uh oh, jeez, that too's taking on. We're all Uh fucking there. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Uh Top 16. He made top 16 in the Indigo League, and this little punk ass Richie comes out with his Pikachu, (laughs) Sparky. He had way cooler hair than Ash's Pikachu. Ash was like, Charizard, I choose you. Bad fucking call, Greg Miller. He evolved him way too early. (laughs) He wasn't gonna listen. He fell asleep on the battlefield cost of the entire match you know what I mean then he goes on yeah Orange Islands let's all be real bullshit they needed some filler stuff he won that stuff who cares they go on they go to Jotu it's a brand new world it's a whole new way to see a brand new attitude Greg Yeah. lost that shit too he just keeps going losing 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 last time second place second place man he made second place Greg but this time he finally did it. He finally did he it. He finally fucking did it. And all it took was a weird art change. But it's a cool, it's cool. Fine. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Yeah, it's an inspiring yeah. story. That um, went places. No, Tim, I don't. I think you're gonna have comments for on a real level with Borzin's mm. questions, so you're not able mm. to leave. Uh, but <laughs> it, it, like uh, Megaran was saying, it's like when you get so used to losing, sure, you you think this is how it's gonna go your entire life, and so it's inspiring to like you know, even though I don't watch it anymore, to hear the story of this kid who, even though he fucked up in the the first Pokemon League that he went to and uh, got kicked out 16th place, he kept mm. going and he kept going. He got to eighth place and he got to like fifth place I think at one point and then second place and then he finally did it and it's an inspiring story of no matter how many times life beats you down you can always get back up and prove your worth and that's wow look at that yeah Ron, on. That. and that's how I feel about that <laughs> in zero zero writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says good morning Greg and Mega Rant he set out to be the very best, like no one ever was. Early Sunday, the 10-year-old from Pallet Town, after 20-plus years, uh, has won a Pokemon League title. Now that Ash has won, it brings me to ask, is Sword and Shield going to be a soft reboot of the brand as a whole? The Pokemon company is not bringing over hundreds of Pokemon to the new game, and have hinted, too, in the past, that if Ash ever wins a league, they will change the protagonist of the anime. With the fact that the Pokemon company oversees everything related to Pokemon, does it seem that this is a path they are going to go down, or am I reading too much into this? We turn Ooh. it over to expert Tim Geddes, already leaning in and fired he's, up. He's ready. He's Gary ready. fucking Oak pulled up in a convertible, Greg Miller, uh-huh. full of women, full of women. Again, also a 10-year-old child. Why is he driving? Why are there so many girls in this car? Why are they not wearing their so seatbelts? All right? Many yeah. problems here. Yeah. But the biggest problem? 
Ash was like, yo, how many badges do you have? Because he's like, oh, I got I got my fourth or whatever. And he like opens his little Boing. blue yeah. jacket mm. shirt thingy. I guess it's a shirt. Sure, yeah, just that's a shirt. It's just a shirt. He opens the shirt and he has, I think it was like four badges at the time. And Gary's like, Psh, I got like 10. And he opens it and he has 10 badges. There aren't even 10 badges in Kanto. Mm. How did he do that? There's mm. only eight. How did he get more badges that even exist? Greg Miller. Okay, I don't know. I, I'm the not point sure. that I'm trying to make, although Thank it you. might not be clear, Thank you very is much. that the anime doesn't give a fuck about it. Okay, great. Okay, is that you. None of this makes sense. None of it matters <laughs> at all. Does this mean there's going to be a reboot? Not at all. He just won a league. They make leagues up in this show like it's no one's business. There's more leagues than there are badges. doesn't mm. even matter. They're just going. Going and going mm. and going and going. Guess what, Greg? 20 what? years from now, yeah. Ash will win another one. Ash will still be there. His friends won't, though. Brock and Misty. At what point did they let Ash, let Ash graduate, mm. though, and then bring in a new class? You know, it nah, worked for Save by the, the Bell. No, nah, they no. never age They them. won't do they it. They just yeah. won't age Because they do that with his friends. They age them out. Hmm. Weird. Yeah. That There's always weird. a new girl. There's always a new guy. The rule of twos. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got for you. All, all right. right. Sky Blue. I know he's a Pokemon expert. Sky Get Blue. On the mic, I would love Sky you to Blue. step up to the mic. Come on. Tell us. Give us some thoughts I noticed here. he had... No, I'm going to screw it up. It's the... Nah, hold on. I played a game. Nah? It's... Oh, I have the... You know, the mobile one. I, it's... Is it a great ball? Yes. Nailed hey. it. All right, good. Oof, still yep. got it, everybody. Sky still Blue. Still got it, everybody. What are your thoughts on Ash and what's going to happen to Pokemon? Man... I think it's awesome. Finally, we seen like a lot of us grew up on Pokemon. So, you know, getting up for school and middle school and everything, watching Pokemon in the morning and seeing Ash go through all this. But he never won. And that right. was the that was the ongoing joke all the time. We was like, Ash is never going to win. He's <laughs> never going to be a Pokemon master. We're going to be Pokemon masters before him. <laughs> and, he, and him finally winning. That's that is a joyous for all of us that grew up on that. So I don't I don't know if they're going to change anything, but. I think it would just change the way we look at Ash, at least. Yeah, at least he, he's, he's a winner. He's not exactly. a He's finally a winner, you know? All and right. Pikachu, so he can lose in that for the next 19, 20 years, and we'll be like, but he got one. Exactly. But he got th- the one. That's all that matters. They can't one, take that away from him. One thing about Ash is apparently Pikachu may be the strongest Pokemon in the universe. So he won with, po- with Pikachu? Oh, I haven't seen. We've, oh, we've I didn't been see on it. tour. They haven't. <laughs> I don't know, but I like some details. He, 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 he in, in the photo everybody. I've seen, now I, of course I don't know anything. In the photo of him with the trophy, Pikachu's on his shoulder. Now I know Pikachu's uh, always with him, uh, so I don't know. Uh, well, that that show you never give up. Kind of funny. Com slash you're wrong. Always believe in your friends. Like Ash believes in Pikachu. Yes, <laughs> there you it's go. A good message. Uh, do you know who he won with, Tim? Who did he win with? Okay, okay. Yeah, what's well, all in Japanese, <laughs> right? You know it. what I mean? You're, you're going to go over there. There's going to be a ticker tape parade for Ash. There might be. <laughs> the streets of Osaka. <laughs> They're going to rename the airport. Yeah, Ash Ketchum Airport. <laughs> uh, number two on the rope report. What? Show the pictures? No, I didn't show the pictures. God damn show, it. Show the proof. Here are the pictures. Here we go. All right, Gary fucking Oak. There are eight badges to earn in Kanto. He got ten of them. One Gary of those Oak badges. Two of them don't even make sense. The Kevin, give me exhibit B. God, he's mm. got exhibits. Told you. That shit ain't safe. Oh. He's not driving. Look, there's another. There's a woman behind oh, the he's wheel. He's not the driver. That's his they mom. Have seat belts. Well, not no, that's seats. not. I mean, it was a different time back then. <laughs> Number two on the Roper Report: Final Fantasy VII Remake is going to have a classic mode. This is Michael McWhorter over at Polygon. Final Fantasy VII Remake will have a classic gameplay option for players who prefer their role-playing games turn-based, just as the original Final Fantasy VII was back in 1997. A Tokyo Game Show on Saturday, produ- the producer of the game confirmed that the remake of the classic JRPG, which updates the game to be an action RPG, will offer an optional turn-based battle mode where players can select attacks and other moves from a menu interface. 
According to the translator recap of the Final Fantasy VII Remake TGS stage show from the game's official Twitter account, Classic Mode will recreate the same style of turn-based gameplay from the original. While the standard mode of play will automatically fill the player's ATB gauge as they attack enemies, quote, in Classic Mode, this aspect of gameplay is handled automatically. The player does not need to do anything, and the character fights automatically, charging up their ATB gauge. Players who opt for classic mode won't have to, quote, worry about the action side of the combat system, Square Enix said, and can instead focus on selecting commands, making it possible to play Final Fantasy VII Remake as if it were a classic menu-based RPG. Of course, this comes out on PlayStation 4, March 3rd, 2020. Hmm. Mega, have you, are you into this? Are you paying attention? Where do you fall with the Final Fantasy? Mm, I'm, I'm a mild fan of the Final Fantasies. Okay. Okay. Um, no, FF7 is my life. I love this game to death. <laughs> I've bought it probably 20 times. You're one of those. Yeah. You're one of those. Every time it comes out, I have to buy it. So, um, but I don't really care about the classic mode. I'm really? O- I'm okay with playing it in the action mode, like okay. 15 was. Is that because you've played it 20 times in classic mode? You yeah, yeah. I think I'm ready to try something new. I'm totally fine with it. Played the demo and enjoyed. Yeah, granted, it can be a little tough concentrating on all your commands and your items and stuff while you're in the middle of a battle. Sure. But it slows time down, so it gives you some some time to think about it. And also, that's always the thing with demos, right? They're dropping you deeper into the game. When right. you get it and you slowly start unlocking stuff and get, you know. You'll learn things you start, as you go. You're, you're walking before you run on that one. Absolutely. And, um. I don't know. I think it'll be more fun to watch. I don't want to watch my guy just sit there, then run up, and then come back. You know, that's not really that fun anymore. That's not 2019. That's not 2019. BJ Bernardo writes into patreon.com slash games and says, at the Tokyo Game Show, it was announced that there'll be this classic old school battle menus for Final Fantasy VII Remake, so it can be like the original turn-based game. At first, I was like, no. Thank you. (laughs) But I got to thinking a bit more about it. Do you see people using this old system? If they provide really, really uber cool animations to it, keeping it entertaining, could this old system be new again? What changes would you like to see in the menu interfaces for you to use it? Ooh. um, He knew you were going to be here. He knew. Gosh, yeah. yeah, We were right on on the same track here. Um, I do need, I think, cool animations, but I don't even know how cool they could be. I think I want to have a little more control. So I, I want to do less watching and more okay. playing. Okay. So I think that that'll keep me engaged, especially when there's constant random battles and you're constantly trying to level up. You know, I want new stuff. So being able to run around and dodge attacks and, and things in real time might make it a lot more fun for me. So I don't know what they could add. What do you think? The classic mode for me, I think, speaks to a few different things. I think more than anything, it's going to be for your second or third playthrough. I think they're I think they're giving you this Final Fantasy remake, right? They've already said it's going to be multiple games. They're going to tell the, you know, the entire saga that way. Mm-hmm. I think it's that idea of when you're hankering to go back to it, when you're like, "Oh man, are you getting ready for the next installment? You just okay. want to play it again." Hey, oh, I'll do something different, right? That's always the cool thing about right. a new game plus or an additional mode or some yeah. kind of different way to play the game is the idea of like, you know, uh, the Arkham games are always so great of that new yeah. game plus of jumping in. Okay, cool. Now I'm going to play on the hardest difficulty. N- no, you know, bat sense going off when mm-hmm. I needed to play. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what they're going for here. I don't know how many people start off that way. I think everybody's going to want to see the new bells and whistles, okay. but eventually you're going to want that. Cla- you're going to want that classic. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, <laughs> run right. off and get them. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, all right. I like it. All right, all right. <laughs> Number three, an Ohio gamer has been sentenced to 15 months for swatting. Uh, this is Roxana. Hegma at the Associated Press. An Ohio gamer upset about a one dollar and fifty a dollar and fifty. Wait a minute. 
dollar fifty cent. Yeah, we don't. None of this is going to be. That's not a typo. None of this is going to make sense. Oh my god. Or be uplifting. Uh, while playing Call of Duty: Modern Warfare 2 Online, was sentenced Friday to fifteen months in prison for recruiting a prankster to make a bogus emergency call that resulted in the fatal shooting of a Kansas man by police. Casey Viner, 19, of North College Hill, Ohio, also is restricted from gaming activity for two years while he is super, on supervised release after serving his prison term, U.S. District Judge Eric Melgren said in announcing the sentence. Viner repeatedly gulped and appeared crestfallen as the judge announced his sentencing decision. He glanced into the courtroom gallery where his parents were seated. His tearful mother got up and left the courtroom. His father, an Ohio law enforcement officer, put his head in his hands. Viner pleaded guilty in April to felony charges of conspiracy and obstruction of justice in the hope that he would not be sentenced to prison. Viner admitted trying to hide his involvement in the 2017 incident when he realized the antic had gotten someone killed. In a brief courtroom statement, Viner told the judge he is awfully sorry for what happened. Quote, I never intended for anything to happen. I think of it every day. Prosecutors and defense lawyers in their plea agreement had recommended a sentence of two years on probation with the added condition that Viner be confined for six months to his home unless attending school, work, or church. They also jointly recommended the gaming restriction. But Melgren said a prison sentence was required to reflect the seriousness of the offense and give the public a sense that the criminal justice system is working. It was foreseeable that something bad could happen by calling an armed police force to respond to what police believed was an escalating situation of violence, he said. Quote, we impose sentences not only for what people intend, for, but what happened, Melgren said. The death of 28-year-old Andrew Finch of Wichita, Kansas, drew national attention to swatting, a form of retaliation in which someone reports a false emergency to get authorities, particularly a SWAT team, to descend on an address. Viner himself had been swatted just 20 days earlier to the Kansas incident. His defense attorney, Jack Morrison uh, Jr., told the court. He said Viner is remorseful, noting that he lost about 20 pounds in recent months, quote, on reflection of the gravity of what occurred as a result of what he believed to be a harmless prank, end quote. Authorities said Viner recruited Tyler R. Barris to swat an opponent, then 19-year-old Shane Gaskill, in Wichita. But the address they used was old, leading police to Finch, who was not involved in the dispute or video game. Gaskill, who had previously given his old Wichita address to Viner, was charged as a co-conspirator I'm sorry, after knowingly giving Barris the same former address and taunting him to quote-unquote try something. Barris, a then 25-year-old Los Angeles man with an online reputation for swatting, called police from Los Angeles on December 28, 2017 to falsely report a shooting and kidnapping at the Wichita address. Finch was shot by police when he opened the door to see what was happening outside. Holy crap. Fucked up, man. Yo, this is wild. It's one of those, I mean, we've talked about swatting before. We've talked about the repercussions of it as they've come. To see this, it's one of those I have to agree with the judge. If not, even more time should be given to this case. I think more time. 15 months. I mean, you're an adult. Yeah. Uh, I would say a few years at least. And this it, is like literally the worst case scenario. Oh, totally. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because it's not that it's not even the guy who got killed wasn't even part of the argument. It wasn't part of the video game. Wow. Just heard a commotion outside, went out and got shot. You know what I mean? Because he has no idea why the fucking SWAT team's on his front lawn or in front of his house or wherever Jeez. it was. And that's the thing. It's like such a terrible, terrible fucking situation. But to get to the sentencing part of it, yeah, I feel you have to give a a meaty, hefty sentence to this to make sure people understand, don't fucking do this. Yeah, seriously. It's never that serious. To say like a harmless prank, like what do you think's going to happen when you report a shooting? 
And it's that thing. I don't know if you saw it. Um, I don't remember his name. Kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. The kid who won the Fortnite uh, World Cup, remember, and mm-hmm. got the few million dollars, whatever. And he's like 15, 18, whatever. Yeah. Like two young. weeks later, he got swatted. Yeah. And the only reason it didn't go bad, right, was one of the responding officers like they knew, knew him. him. They knew the yeah, family. I live in the neighborhood. Was, like wow. that's like. You want to talk about the a coin flip of how bad this stuff can de- go and the, the the Twitch breakouts you'll see of the people who get swatted coming back into their house like in tears to then talk to the camera and be like they fucking po- I remember the one of them they pointed a fucking gun at my sister you know what I mean like yeah. what are you doing like why would it do this why would it keep going like this why people, would it keep yeah this is ridiculous I think there should be automatic jail time for anybody hundred percent doing this hundred percent and it was uh, yeah Kyle Gerstorf uh, Bugha that's the one thank you very much you're wrong. Mm. But yeah, and not really much to discuss. This is fucked up. This is horrible. I would, I, I would be totally on board with more prison time for yeah. whatever. I'm awfully sorry. Fuck you. The guy's dead. You know what I mean? Awfully like, you sorry. Know, yeah. 20 pounds. Yeah. Okay. I get yeah, it. Yeah. Right. Let's not, let's not be assholes to each other on the internet. Yeah. Number four. Let's uh, cleanse your palate with some stats from tweets. Uh, Daniel Ahmad, uh, you know, an analyst we talk about here, uh, at ZHugeEx had some numbers he put up on Twitter over the weekend. Uh, number one is this. PlayStation 4 sell-through in the U.S. has now surpassed 30 million, with the market accounting for approximately 30% of total PlayStation 4 sales. Other top markets include Japan with 8.3 million, Germany with 7.2 million, and U.K. with 6.8 million. Step your game up, U.K. I expected more from you. you know <laughs> Hello. But God, 30 million, 30% of the sales all in the U.S. Dang. PlayStation 4. Remember, do you remember PS3, 360 generation? We're like, oh man, probably one more console generation and it's all going to go kaput. Over. Yeah. And here we are. Everybody's <laughs> rolling in money wow. making this happen. Uh, over on the Microsoft side, not console sales, uh, Ahmad had this to say. We're now at a point where package sales in the UK for Microsoft titles are a tiny amount that are no longer important. In Mm. its first week, Gears of War 3 sold 20 times more package units than Gears of War 5, and Gears of War 4 sold 4.5 times more. Digital download and Game Pass are the majority by far. Uh, This leads to a question from the nanobiologist. Mm. He wrote into patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says UK sales numbers are in and gears five has done very poorly with physical sales compared to gears four. Is this a cause for alarm for Xbox? Is this the final nail in the Xbox one X coffin? Or is this a sign that game pass slash game pass PC and digital are starting to really be the brunt of sales? Gears five is the second first party game to be released day and date on game pass, but it also seemed to be much more anticipated than Forza horizon four. And from the sound of it, Game Pass is why many people are giving Gears a shot, especially with the $2 for two months deal that's going on at the time of release. Do you think this report that physical numbers will continue to occur much more frequently? How do you think NPD numbers will handle Gears and Game Pass uh, release numbers in the grand scheme of things? So it doesn't seem like Xbox is just failing when compared to PlayStation 4 game sales. So let's break it down. All right. Mega. Yeah. Are you worried for the health of Xbox for Microsoft with these Gears 5 numbers not selling physically? Mm. Mm. I don't know. I'm a little worried. Yeah. But um, I mean, the numbers in comparison to PlayStation are not great. Um, but I don't think I don't think they're going anywhere anytime no. soon. So I'm not necessarily worried. Like, oh, it's about to be over. Like they're going belly up. But um, I do think the Game Pass has a lot to do with it. And uh, and I think that it's a good thing. It was a, a good way to get people into it. It's a huge title, but. Um, it's interesting to think that what was it five four point five more times Gears of War has sold yeah. than than five Gears has, of War so. three sold twenty times more twenty times but now of course different world different time right different yeah, world. yeah yeah uh, in your wrong some information coming in to uh, jump in here Matt mm-hmm. Piscatella another analyst we talk about all the time here says this player counts 
two times Gears of War 4 at 3 million. So, mm. it's in terms of package, Gears okay. of War 4 sold 4.5 times more. However, in terms of player counts, it's up it's doubling what it's double. Gears 4 did. Huh. Which okay. is huge, right? So that's big, yeah. That's, that's what's important. Thing. You want people playing the game. So that's My whole thing about this is I, 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 this is to be expected. We had a conversation last week, right? Of does NPD really matter anymore? It's a nice thing for us to talk about on a show. Mm. And I'm sure it's a nice bellwether to see how things are in terms of popularity. But as we move more and more towards the digital future and subscription services, NPD becomes more and more dated. Yeah, I don't think it matters as much anymore. I mean, like your question here, right? Uh, a nanobiologist is like, you know, what? Are, how, are the, how is NPD going to handle those numbers? NPD won't handle it, but Microsoft no. will continue to do this, right? An hour ago, the Microsoft Wire tweeted, thanks to the incredible support from our fans, Gears 5 kicked off the holiday season strong, attracting over 3 million players in its opening weekend and setting new records for Xbox Game Pass. There you go. Xbox knew what they were doing when they mm-hmm. put their games uh, day and date on Game Pass, the first party stuff. And the idea was there to get you in because, sure, they can get you for $60 on one game mm-hmm. or they can get you for that two, two bucks for the first two months, but $10 a month, right? For how Forever, many months? Maybe, exactly. Because you know? it's that thing of, it's. I, I have Hulu for Handmaid's Tale and I never watch anything else on it, yeah. but I rarely remember to cancel Hulu. So it just <laughs> sits there and getting them money more and more. Exactly. And as we get into it, that's what it's going to be about for them. And I think how do you NPD number? That'll be something I'm sure PlayStation and certain games will beat their chest about to show it. But Microsoft will continue to tap their own horn and come out and say this. Right. Absolutely. Like, this is what's happening. This is the real story. Same thing happening with with physical music sales. I remember them um, almost like calling it a disappointment when a certain artist um a Boogie put out an album and they're like, oh, it only sold 100 physical copies in the first week. And but it had like 20 million streams. Right. So it's like, all right, it's time to think about these sales numbers. The metrics don't matter. It like, you know what I mean? Anymore. Like you have to understand like how you're comparing and what you're talking about. Yeah. And that's the thing is that it will be interesting in the long run. You know, Game Pass is still a gamble for yeah. Xbox, right? They are doing it a very different way. And like we look at PlayStation, we look at PlayStation now and PlayStation 5. Like, hmm. are they going to try to do something and compete on that level when they don't need they to. They don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't Microsoft's have to. the one that has to be crazy and has to be bold and has to make these moves. And if, yeah. again, it's getting you to subscribe to Game Pass, and even if you're just using it once every three months, but you're paying them every month, Still they're happy them. with that. Not let alone that if one day they do want to break off and go away from the console, it's on PC. I'm sure they'd love to get it on Switch with streaming. There's xCloud. Next generation is going to be the most fascinating generation in a long time. Yeah. Of how do we launch and what is everybody saying? Absolutely. I digress. Uh, guess what? That wasn't the only let's talk stats via tweets thing I had for you. Randy Pitchford tweeted over the weekend. Friday, fun fact. This is him. I'm sorry. On Friday, he tweeted, fun fact. On PC, the data is that the launch date peak concurrent players of Borderlands 3 is about twice as high as all-time peak concurrent players for Borderlands 2. Wow. You guys are great. Then Sunday, another tweet, somehow today's concurrent players num- player numbers are higher than yesterday's record-breaking numbers. Uh, this greatly exceeds expectations, and our systems seem to be holding strong. Wow. An interesting wrinkle, again, of course, because mm-hmm. this is another one of they went to the Epic Game Store, and people were like, yep. not happy about that, as people yep. are often not happy about the Epic Game Store. But you see it there. Like, people are playing. Yeah, people That's are what's playing. important. Are you a Borderlands person? Not really. Yeah. Um, I played a little bit of the first one and the second one, um, but... Yeah, I just didn't have enough time to jump into it like I wanted to. Sure, but uh, I would I'd be open to jumping back in though. Okay, I like it. Do it. Yeah, we we played all weekend. Ain't that right, Kev Dog? Yeah. Hell yeah, we were all over that place jumping (laughs) in. It was was a good time had by all, of course. Um, And remember the Borderlands show, the uh, the show we're producing for 2K, of course. So grain of salt with my opinions of liking the game, but uh, (laughs) that's this week on YouTube dot com slash Borderlands Game. But 
I'll tell you what. That premiere of the show, Mega Man, on Wednesday mm-hmm. is still so far away. If yeah. I wanted to go somewhere and mm-hmm. get some more immediate information, like say what came to the mom and grop shop, Mega Man, where would I go? Well, the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. Good job. I forgot to prepare you for that. I'm sorry. I, I was like, when we were leaving, I'm like, oh, crap. I like, forgot oh, that's to tell you that's one of the things I got to do. Uh, out today, uh, Masira, a low-poly puzzle and exploration game that puts players in the shoes of Numi, a girl forced to leave her house in Syria with her grandmother, Yara, is out on PlayStation 4 digitally. Uh, the End of an Age, Fading Remnants, is on PC. Uh, a cash. Path of the Five is on Switch. Winter Cometh, oh my god, is on PC. Uh, Gravitron, my favorite ride from the carnival, is on PC and Mac, apparently. Don't Give Up, A Cynical Tale is on PC and Mac. Hope for City is on PC. Solitaire, Legend of the Pirates is on PC and Mac. And Frenzy Plants is on PC. Hmm. New dates for you. Retro Space Shooter, Habaroxia, uh, will launch on Nintendo Switch, PS4, and PlayStation Vita. It lives. Uh, this September. Uh, Iron mm. Judgment is coming to Gwent for PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One on October 2nd, 2019. Cricket Through the Ages is coming to Apple Arcade. I tweeted the trailer they sent me. It looks ridiculous, <laughs> and right there, there's my $5 for Apple Arcade that first month. That's why I'm in. Uh, kind of Funny Games Showcase alum Reading Rush is finally polished and approved, and it will be coming out on September 24th, 2019. Dead Spawn is a fast-paced arena shoot-em-up with building mechanics developed by the independent and self-financed studio Yeezy Games games uh dead spawn has roguelike elements and is heavily inspired by box head zombies dead spawn will be everywhere in the world september 20th 2019 for pc steam then gamatsu reports square enix will release the switch versions of dragon well, yeah we'll switch versions of dragon quest dragon quest 2 luminaries of the legendary line and dragon quest 3 the seeds of salvation uh, via the nintendo eShop in the west day and date with their japanese release on september 27th and finally, you can officially, you, this is official, this is in America, you can play the Neo 2 open beta starting November 1st through the 10th. It'll be available through the PS Store. Nice. It's a lot of stuff there. Man. You know what I mean? Stuff. Gotta run through. Uh, now it's time for Reader Mail. You can write into patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames where you can get the show ad-free. And speaking of ads, this episode of the Kind of Funny Games Daily is brought to you by kindoffunny.com slash Tournament. We actually put up the PAX tournament, the Intersight uh, Championship, in which Alan Rubens gets his head, or Alex Rubens gets his head busted open by a can of LaCroix. No, what is it? White Claw getting thrown right into his head. It bounced off his hands, Megan, hit him right in the head, <laughs> cut his head wide open. Me wow. and Snow Mike Mike had to watch in horror as the whole thing happened. Mm. You can watch now, kindoffunny.com slash PAX tournament. There's also a whole bunch of games we play mm. Sonic at the Olympics, all that, Mario at the Olympics. We're out there mm-hmm. doing that. But there's, you know, it's also. Bodily harm done to Alex Rubens from the the Rams. So if you want to check that out, check that out. Let's get you some questions. All right, right, let's do this. What happened back there? What's going on? Oh, something's happening on my phone? Is this information I need to know? Oh, okay, it is information. It's information you need to know. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Hold on, hold on. Thanks. What's happening? Or what, you know, don't tell me. I'm don't just trying to me. make sure everything flows smoothly. Hey, you know what? Again, mm-hmm. we understand that this is a different kind of show today, Kev. Mm-hmm. Nobody's mad. He needs my Twitch token, everybody. I'm sitting here. Mm-hmm. There it is. Done. <gasps> Koi NC writes in to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. He says, hey, Greg and Mega Ran. Princes, happy to have you on the show, Mega. Thanks. Last week, Greg and Tim mentioned how they're... Wor- 
were mentioned how there are a, quite a few big games on the horizon that have sort of snuck up on them. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order was the example used, but we have Pokemon Sword and Shield, uh, COD Modern Warfare, The Outer Worlds, Death Stranding, all on the way before Christmas, followed quickly by Animal Crossing, Cyberpunk 2077, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and Watch Dogs 3. This is an amazing lineup of games, but wallets are only so big and gamers only have so much time in the day. If you were going to predict which games were going to meet or rise above expectations and which games were going to fall short, which would you put your money on? Which games do you think are going to be great but won't get a chance to shine because of the stiff competition? Interesting question, Megan. Mm, that is an interesting So as you see, question. we have Star Wars. We have Pokemon Sword and Shield. We have Modern Warfare. We have Outer Worlds. Mm. Death Stranding, right? Mm. I don't even want to get into next year, I feel. So let's just stick with that, all right? Start with that. Let, one, yeah. let alone Animal Crossing, Cyberpunk, blah, 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 blah. So from that one, Ooh. and it hurts to say, but I bet, and I don't know how what they expect. This is always the thing. Mm. You're working with the publisher, you're a developer. What is your expectation? How many units do you have to br- sell to break even to blah, blah? I yeah. worry in that p- pool right there of Outer Worlds. Yeah. I yeah. can't wait for Outer Worlds. I, I was, I'm playing Borderlands, right? And I'll get yeah. a funny quest and chuckle at it. I'm like, oh man, Outer Worlds is coming up, and that mm-hmm. whole thing is going to be choice and this, that, and the other. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be the, my pick too. I think that, so you're speaking about sales wise, not necessarily about if the game's going to be good enough to meet up to your, your expectations. We're assuming all these games are great. Yeah. If they're all great, um, sales numbers, I would say outer worlds might suffer the most being packed, packaged in with all these big, big titles around that same time. Yeah. And then from, yeah. And next year, I think Watch Dogs 3. Yeah. Um, Watch Dogs Legion, right? Yeah, I feel like Cyberpunk is going to get all the attention. Yeah, Animal Watch Crossing Dogs, is going to be all over it. Final Fantasy VII, people uh, love. And so then, yeah, Watch Dogs Legion, which I'm stoked about. I love Watch Dogs, and I think it mm-hmm. looks really cool. I still worry about messaging that game. You know what I mean? Of like, there's yeah. no protagonist. The protagonist is whoever you want it to whoever, be, yeah. which is cool. But also then, is that going to be hard for people to connect with from a trailer? Because the trailer of like all these different people and grannies and stuff, like I don't yeah, know. So it's like who who are we relating to here? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I'm, as a Watch Dogs fanboy, I'm super excited about it, but we'll have to see. And again, these are all assuming these are great games. Yeah, like I'm not. We're not even saying it's a quality issue as much as a messaging issue and competition. Yeah, stiff competition there. There you go, everybody. Mega Ran said it himself. Don't buy Outer Worlds or Watch Dogs. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is one that's a question that requires you to know things. So at the end, we put the knowing of the things. We're going to start, okay. though, with Jeffrey P. Long, who wrote into Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Good morning, Greg and Megaran. Parentheses. It's really cool to see you on the show, Mega. Thanks. <laughs> I'm sure you've seen the news about Qco. I'm going to say that. Was that how you'd say it? Q-U-Q-C-O. Yeah. We're going to call it Qco. Being suspended from Twitch for sexually suggestive content and activities. Mm. Did you see this? I did. Oh, okay. Go on, go on. Sounded ridiculous. But let's, let's get more. I didn't, I didn't see the stream, but just from the screenshot on Kotaku, it doesn't seem bad at all. In my humble opinion, there is nothing sexualized about that outfit. I get why these guidelines are in place. We've seen egregious offenders on Twitch before, but I don't think Qco is one of them. Am I just taking crazy pills here, or am I missing something? Here's where we're going to jump into the Kotaku article. Uh, Cecilia wrote it over at Kotaku. I'm going to just read snippets from it, of course, go support her work. Uh, Qco is a small streamer who often draws pictures uh, from her favorite gaming franchises live on Twitch. Yesterday, she was wearing Chung Lee's uh, signature blue... How would I say that? And bun covers. And soon after, she received notice of a three-day suspension for sexually suggestive content or activities, according to an email from Twitch posted to her Twitter. Uh, The outfit features a high thigh slit that sometimes is considered risque. 
Quote, I actually bought one size up to ensure the slit wasn't too high, said Kuko in an email to Kotaku. The slit of this dress is cut lower than some runner shorts I own. The video in question has since been removed, so it's difficult to tell if there was a particular moment that may have been flagged by Twitch. Twitch did not respond to Kotaku's request for comment by the time of publication. Twitch previously suspended Kuko after she cosplayed... Mayshirino from King of Fighters. Uh, <laughs> at the time, Kuko wrote on Twitter that she was banned because of the, because uh, because she was report brigaded by the popular subreddit Livestream Fail. "Quote: I was sexually harassed," she wrote in a now deleted tweet. "All I wore was a May cosplay while I was drawing." Kuko believes this recent suspension was also due to quote a group of trolls who have been targeting me for mass re- targeting me for mass reporting for a while. I am immediately reported because I've been branded a thought. Uh, I, I pronounced that right. Sure. Thought. Thought. Uh, uh, she said, adding that she doesn't do physical activities like squatting or dancing on stream. Kotaku saw one now removed comment from live stream on live stream fail in which a user said, quote, LMAO saw her streaming again today and instantly reported the thought. Uh, although we were unable to confirm whether she was brigaded. Now, back to Jeffrey's qu- email, right? Mm-hmm. It just bums me out to see a fan of some, uh, see a fan doing something that comes from a place of passion and getting punished for it because of mass reportings by angry internet mobs. But hey, maybe she should just change her MO to streaming porn on, like Ninja's, on Ninja's channel. I hear that's okay to do these days. Thanks for your so- thoughts, Jeffrey P. Long. Thanks, Jeffrey. It does sound like she's being attacked, like it's, it's happened before yeah. from, with, from this report. Um, uh, she got a previous suspension for the the other cosplay, right? So, I I don't I don't understand Twitch's um, reasoning. Here's the photo. Is yeah. that a okay? So, well, don't show it if it's getting banned. For I mean, like, uh, we might get banned. Uh, I mean, you guys. It, I, yeah, it's, it, this okay. is of course one of the. Um, I don't want to say many, but it's one of the things that happens, right, that I don't have eyes on because I don't I don't know Kuko, obviously, or stuff here. Looking at this shot that you can go on Kotaku and see right now, again, like what? It's a higher thigh or back there? I don't even think that's the issue. I, I It does sound like the issue is that if she wears a costume, people mass report it, it flags Twitch's things, she gets banned, right, yeah. or taken down or whatever. I feel like there wasn't a person uh, at Twitch looking at this 100%. And, and doing this, yeah. And that's the... Hmm. The shitty thing about it, where I, this stick with me, stick with me, everybody, All is right. that there's a flaw in the system that clearly they need to plug. But you would say probably right that the system works. I mean, she got banned or whatever. She got at least punished for the last one when she wore this. Right? Uh, she was previously suspended. Uh, it doesn't mm. talk about at least the part I have here doesn't say if she was reinstated just over time or if it was because nobody somebody at Twitch saw it right. Like I feel like if but right now she has a three day suspension so maybe okay and there's a picture of this okay this is the other Whoa, costume. wait wait that's a minute a this is a different, different costume that got her. this is the right. one that got her banned right okay 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 so like yeah don't show this one because we're all on right, Twitch right all now right. this yeah, is yeah. this is a little much yeah uh, I mean. Mm. Okay, but this is a She's previous. leaning towards the camera. It's a very low-cut outfit. There's also, there's a lot of, lot thigh, of thigh in the underwear being popping out of this. And this is the other King of Fighters thing, right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, so yeah. Then, this is whoever uh, t- Fighting Games Daily has. Twitch streamer Kuko got banned from Twitch for showing her underwear. Most prob- I'm sorry, parentheses, most probably. There isn't a response from her yet, so we can't really clarify. Um, yeah, like, I mean, <sighs> this is what Cecilia's article talks about as well, is mm. that... Twitch's uh, rules and regulations here about what is sexually explicit is pretty vague. Yeah. So it is that thing of you. Uh, it's like Jurassic Park. You're touching the electric fence, I guess, and figuring out what is or isn't. Yeah. And if she's been previously flagged, yeah. You know, you got to know that 
you're you're kind of on thin ice. Yeah, you know, so you got to be extra careful. And that would be the thing is like, so the Kotaku again, a photo they have of her in the Chung Lee outfit. You would think, looking at that again, as Cecilia points out, and I want to give hats off to Cecilia's reporting on the issue, yeah. where she is very much like, hey, this is what she's saying is happening. We can't verify these certain parts of it, but we're right. telling you like what it actually looks like. I would say the Chung Lee outfit doesn't cross the line or doesn't skate the line in the way the other outfit we just saw does right but we didn't see we didn't see the video we didn't see what was happening a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the I thing about know. it that's tough back to it is if it is just a bunch of people trolling or whatever and getting your banned I was going back to the system working of it's it works in the way alright well this person got banned and that sucks right mm-hmm. now it is that there's a, there's a Kotaku article about it or a few, which will lead to you hope a follow up from Twitch that's going to say Hopefully. yes no whatever but and it's only three days. They didn't delete her account. They yeah. didn't, like, you know, ban her completely. Um, hopefully, they will go back through it and review it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what you hope happens and why, you know, again, people are always like, why does real journalism and games matter? Because hopefully it fucking gets to the bottom of shit like this. So it yeah. isn't just that you see the headline. Because, like, again, that the first outfit we saw, you look at it, you're like, yeah, I can see where that'd be sexually yeah. explicit. I can understand maybe why that's skating the line or whatever. And, again, it's a vague policy from Twitch. I'm yeah. not going to sit here and be the guy who's like yes or no in terms of what's okay or not on Twitch. Because one time I put up my logo getting face fucked by another logo and we got in trouble. You know what I mean? <laughs> Turns out you can't show even a drawing of a penis going into the kind of funny mouth. Mm-hmm. Sucks. <laughs> I tell you what. Freedom of speech. You can't do anything. <laughs> Wasted bandwidth. Writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says important date in history. The Simpsons hit and run term 16 today. Uh-huh. It's now old enough to get a driver's permit in the U.S. Round of applause. Oops. Did they change game. It? At, at 16, you can get your license, I thought. I got my license at 16. Really? I, yeah. I thought it was a permit. Really? But yeah, it depends on 15, the state. I, in Illinois, when I was growing up, at 15, you could get the permit. At 16, you could get the license. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't get mine at like 18 anyway. I was on the bus. Why, why, why did you want to get a license? Because the bus went everywhere. Fair. I was okay fair. with that. Yeah, okay. We could hang on the back of the bus and be cool. Damn right. <laughs> Mega Rain, it's time to squat up. All right. This is where one of you writes into patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, giving me your name, username, platform of choice, and why you need help in a video game. I read it here. The best friends come and find you, and everybody has fun together. Today, Drew needs help. He actually didn't go the normal way. He tweeted me, and I thought I'd help him out. Uh, Drew said, at Game Over Greggy, I need some help in Borderlands. I've been skipped ahead by a bug and missed all the story on Athenas, uh, and I don't want to miss out. I've been asking best friends in Discord, but I need a signal boost. Please help, Obi-Wan, Greggy. You're my only hope. Uh, if you are still playing through Borderlands and you would like to play with Drew, especially when you get to the Athenas area, hit him up. PlayStation 4. He's in the Eastern Time Zone. His PSN is DrewTendo underscore 64. That's Drew Tendo, like Nintendo, underscore 64. You got it? You get it? Drutendo. I get it. Drutendo. Very catchy. Uh, it's time to jump into You're Wrong. Find out what we did wrong as we did it wrong so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on YouTube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, podcast services around the globe. Um, a whole bunch of Pokemon stuff about them arguing about what he's won and what he hasn't won. We're not going to get into that. You can tweet it all to Barrett. Uh, I mean, I just... Imran says, Barris, who made the call, this is from the, the swatting story, is also charged with bomb threats and harassing female streamers in Canada. So that just seems like a great guy. Wow. Uh, where did this one? Wait, yeah, I was wondering, did he get any time? There was one last so he week. to a guy, and then the, he, um, the first guy who got the 15 months asked another guy to swat 
the guy, right? Right. That's what happened. Yeah. So the guy he called, I wonder what his penalty was. I can check it into you. I thought there was one that happened yesterday, and then I, th- or I'm sorry, yesterday, last week, and then I think this was the follow up to it. So I was hoping that it already happened. Hmm. Hold on, control F. Oh, I misspelled it. No, I'm still misspelling it. There it is, yeah. I don't see how Yeah, I, here you go. Here you go. I'm sorry. Okay. The man who made the call, uh, Tyler Barris of California, was sentenced earlier this year to 20 years in federal prison. Okay. There you go. It's okay. All, they're, they're out there. It's all happening. Gotcha. All right. Uh, back to your uh, nanobiologist calls me on my shade. Greg, friendly reminder that Apple Arcade Plus, it Plus is free for the first month. You don't need to pay $5 for Cricket Through the Ages. Great point, <laughs> but you understood the sentiment behind okay. it. Sentiment? Sentiment. He would still give them his money. It's exactly. And I can, will probably continue and to. still will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Nanobiologist says the age in which you get your license uh, depends on the state. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. There you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Megaran, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Sir. You're not going anywhere. You're about to do an episode I of We Have Cool leave. Friends. It's going to be <laughs> Tim and Cool Greg. You can catch it on nice. twitch.tv slash kind of funny games if you're watching live. Later, youtube.com slash kind of funny and then podcast services around the globe under the We Have Cool Friends banner. Woo-hoo. Remember, We Have Cool Friends still our new show. It needs your support in all places. So if you can like it on YouTube, if you can leave it reviews on iTunes, if you can, when, if you walk into somebody's house and they got Alexa, go, Alexa, play We Have Cool Friends. Do like that. They love it. Why? Kids love that. You know what I mean? Does that work? No. Well, it works, oh. but I don't think people love it. I think they actually really, really hate it. I'm going to try it. Mega, what do you want to pimp before you go? All right. Well, I want to first pimp my Patreon where I do two songs a month for you. You come in there. We talk about what game I'm playing, what wrestling I'm into, and then uh, I work on a song together with it with you. Uh, that's at patreon.com slash Megaran. Also, I want to pimp my friends. Wait, is that... That's not right. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I do. Uh, go to 88bitmusic.com. Yeah. yeah. You have a Patreon as well? I do. Patreon.com slash 88bit. He plays the keys 88, and he also does a lot of 8-bit melodies. He does a great Marble Madness. Oh, so good. So go check him out on YouTube or Patreon or wherever. Also, go and check out Sky Blue. He's on the Instagram at Sky Blue Music. He is on Bandcamp at Sky Blue One dot Bandcamp dot com. Oh yeah, S K Y B L E W. That's right. That's my guy. Check him out. Awesome music. Uh, you might have heard him on a Funimation trailer. He's been doing all kinds of cool stuff. He's basically the coolest. So yeah, I want to pet my friends. I love it, Meg. I think you're the coolest. Ah. Thank you for no, spending time no, with us today. Uh, the rest of the week looks like this from a host lineup. Tuesday, it's me and SJ from DC Universe Online. Wednesday, it's me and Gary Witta. Thursday, it's me and Imran Khan. And then Friday, it's me and Tim to close out the week. Remember, the Kind of Funny Games cast records live Thursday, September 19th at 2 p.m. It'll be me, Tim, Fran, and Imran. Uh, stay tuned if you're Walt Live. We have cool friends with Mega. If you're in a car somewhere else, you can well pull over and then download it from somewhere else. <laughs> Unless you can go like, hey, Siri. But I can't trigger, hey, Siri, like I can trigger... You know, See? I did it. I can do it. Did that. I have the magic voice. (laughs) All right, I'll talk to you in a second. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's been our pleasure to serve you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you.